Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is sponsored in loving memory of Amnon Mazig, Alava Shalom, Lidunishmat, Amnon Ben Luiza, Vishalom, Alava Shalom, sponsored by his brother Yossi Mazig. In addition, it's sponsored loving, in loving memory also of Muriel Pravda, Aleha Hashalom, Lidunishmat, Muriel Haya, Bad Devora, and Avraham, Aleha Hashalom, sponsored by her son Dan Pravda. Breakfast is sponsored also in loving memory of Avraham Megidish. Leilun Shmat Avram Ben Huta, Alav Shalom, sponsored by Sister Tamar Megidish. And finally, his breakfast is sponsored, Leilun Shmat, Lorraine Bat Victoria Gindi, Aleha Shalom, sponsored by her nephew, Rabbi David Bibi. Rabutai, there's something here that I think is very powerful. It says, Lota Su Ave Mishpat, do not twist or commit a perversion of justice. Bamida Bamishkal Msura. In your lengths, in the weight, and in your volume. But then the Torah goes through another entire pasuk. It ostensibly really just repeating what it is that we just said. But I want to point this out. What does that mean? You shall have, it says, correct scales, correct weights, correct dry measures, and correct liquid measures. <clears throat> I am Hashem, your God, that took you out of Egypt. So Rashi points out that why is it that God is telling us, I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt? How is that a relevant factor to this? Earlier in the parasha, it actually talks, Pesukim earlier, it says that a person needs to love again a convert. The Sefer HaChinuch writes, as I often mentioned, that the word convert doesn't only mean a convert to Judaism. It means someone who is without a support system. Someone who it's easy to take advantage of. The Torah says, don't take advantage of the underprivileged. Don't take advantage of the people that you can take advantage of. Why? Because once you were a slave in Egypt. So I get the connection to Egypt when you're talking about the proper treatment of people who are underprivileged, who are second class, who are a minority, I understand that. But why is it, what's the comparison to Egypt? Why are you bringing Egypt into this? When it comes to having correct scales, correct weights, correct uh, dry and wet measures, why, why is that an important thing? So I want to just read to you what Rashi says. Rashi says that I took you out of Egypt. First Rashi's opinion is Aminat Ken, for the sake of this. I have to share, again, these three words, sometimes Rashi says something very short that is very powerful. Aminat Kain means for this. Now, just, you're all going to go off to work in just a few minutes. I want you to think for one second that God took all the Jewish people out of Egypt. He did all of the makot. He split the sea. All for what? That today, when you get to work, you don't cheat. That's what Rashi is saying. If those are not three powerful words, I don't know what is. Why did I take you out of Egypt? So that you will have a scale that doesn't cheat the other guy. So that when you measure something, you're measuring stone. If it says five pounds on it, it's exactly five pounds. It's not four pounds 80. It's not four pounds 98. It's five pounds. Rabotai, al Think about the fact that when you go today to work and you deal with your workers properly and you make sure that everyone gets paid what they're supposed to, that the change is exact, that you didn't rip somebody off, that was worth taking the Jewish people out of Egypt for. That's the first shot. But the second idea, 
Rashi says, Ani hivchanti, davar acher. Ani hivchanti b'mitzrayim, ben tipash shel b'chor, le tipash enon shel b'chor. There were two sons, two twins that were born. One of them is the firstborn, one of them is the second. God says, I'm the one that decided which tipah, which drop of seed that came from the father made the bechor, made didn't make the bechor. How are you supposed to know in the house which one is, which one isn't? They're seconds apart, etc., etc. God says, I know. I'm able to see something that nobody's able to see. By the way, and here's the chidush, not only that the other person's not able to see, but even the father and the mother, even the person themselves, were they able to exp- express which child came from the first drop of seed to fertilize an egg and which came from the second? The person themselves didn't know that. God said, even that I could see. I'm like a forensic accountant. And I'm the one that is able to pay attention and pay back someone who hides his mishkelot in order uh, to change the weight process of the uh, of the mishkolot of the, uh, uh, the the weighing stones. There's a remarkable story, and I have to tell you, it struck me because of the diversity and the width of its message. There was a man who came to court, and he says, "I hereby call the uh, the butcher to court." Butcher walks in. What's going on? He's got his apron on, full of blood. The judge says, "This man has a claim against you." He says that he's paid attention very carefully, and every day for the last three weeks in a row, he walked in and asked for a pound of chicken. The first day you gave him four and a half pounds. The second day you gave him four and a half pounds. The third day you gave him four and a half pounds. Every day you gave him four and a half pounds. He paid for five. He gave him four and a half. The first day he thought it was a mistake. The second day he thought it was a mistake. But eventually he realized that you're ripping him off. And if you're ripping him off, you're ripping off the whole town. The butcher says, it's impossible. That's ridiculous. Very careful when I weigh the scales. I make sure that the, that the, 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 um, the calf of the Moznaim is exactly uh, level, perfect equilibrium. Come to my store, you'll see. I'm always so careful that the, the line should be exactly the same. The judge says, if that's the case, I'm going to come to your store. He comes to, your, to the store, the baker now, and who's the, 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 the prosecuting uh, attorney? Who's the, the, the butcher? The, excuse me, the, uh, the baker. So he goes to the butcher together with the baker. The baker's complaining, oh, wait, you're a crook, you're a crook, you're a crook. You stole from me, you stole from me, you stole from me. They get into the thing. The guy puts... Five, he puts what, one of his bags, his pre-made bags of five pounds on the, uh, on the scale. And then Rabotai, the judge says, okay, now weigh it. And the baker, the butcher reaches underneath the desk and he takes out his five pound weight. What's his five pound weight? A bag of flour from the baker that says five pounds on it. <laughs> He puts it on, it weighs out exactly. He turns to the butcher, he turns to the baker, he says, what are you talking about? Look, before even realizing what he said, he says, it must be that it's not the right weight. Let's take it to my store. Now the judge already is wising up what's going on. He takes the meat, goes to the butcher, to the baker's store, sticks it on his scales, he has a regular weight there. In his, uh, in his, he's a little smarter 
than the than the the butcher, and and they're able to see that it's true. The the, the meat is actually four and a half. The judge says, "Excuse me, Hila, give me one of your five pound bags of flour." He takes one of the five pound bags of flour, measures it another five. It's not. It doesn't weigh up. Measure it and get, measures it against the butcher's meat. It's exactly it. Here's a guy who's pointing his finger at everybody else and saying, this guy's a sketch, this guy's a scam, this guy's not the real thing, this guy is this, this guy is that. And you know what I thought of this pasuk when I heard this story? Maznet tzedek means scales of justice. But then it says avnet tzedek, weights of justice. Because those are two different things. The baker's scales were working perfectly fine. What was the problem? That he had weights that he was using that we were sketching, scamming people with. You have someone who's weighing someone, who's measuring someone to see if they match up. Every person in the world, all the time, before you uh, declare your opinion of the person, what are you thinking? You decide, you take the measure of the man. Like the Gemara says, In the measuring stick that a person measures others, they measure him with that stick. Here the guy's crying and kvetching that he didn't get what he's supposed to get. The guy's a crook. Meanwhile, who was the crook? Hazid, he was actually being honest. He was using your measurement. And in your measurement, now that's enough. Rabotai, Moznet Tzedek means if on this side it's four and a half, on this side it's got to be four and a half. If that's how you measure yourself, if you let yourself get away with things, if you tell yourself, oh, the person probably doesn't mind, the guy doesn't take me seriously, it's just a joke. You know what we used to call that in school? We used to say, the guy, he dishes it out, but he can't take it. You know that guy in shul that rips everybody? But you say the tiniest word. The guy melts. He's so embarrassed. For three days, he's yelling at you for humiliating him. Dude, maznet tzedek. Avnet tzedek is one thing. Make sure that the measurement that you're using is correct. But then, ask yourself, not only if it's a measuring stick that's correct for the other person, but do you use that for yourself? And finally, Rabotai, uh, the second two is Efat Tzedek Vehin Tzedek. Rashi says that they needed to have a measurement for Yavesh and a measurement for Lah. There were two separate measurements. Why? And I always thought about this in the Mashal, in the concept. Lah, something which is liquid, something which literally, Lah means is liquid. When you're measuring something which is a fluid situation, which moves a little bit like this, moves a little bit like that, the measurement for that is not the same measurement as something which is set. I gave the mashal once that I saw, magnificent mashal. The Panovich Rav was once sitting, they had a debate between uh, a reform community and, uh, and the, the, the uh, leaders of the community. They decided they wanted to have a public debate against the Orthodox community in town. Anyway, people turn up and the Panovich Rav is sitting in the crowd Interesting, so what does he do? The, the president of the, of the Reform Synagogue stands up and says, you know, I'm not going to argue with you about religion. All I'm going to argue is, I'm going to ask you one question. He points to the president of the Orthodox Synagogue and he says, tell me the truth. Do you keep Shabbat? President of the synagogue, he's a little bit embarrassed. He's like, yeah, I try. He goes, do you, what do you mean you try? Do you do this? Do you do? He goes, I don't get in a car. He goes, use your phone? He says, he says I do. I'm sorry, I, I do. Do you, you, do you carry over here? There's not exactly a roof you ever had. Uh, the guy's embarrassed. He's turning all shades. He turns to the vice president. 
He says, do you do this? And he finds each one. He goes, do you eat in a restaurant? Maybe that doesn't have a hechsher, but you don't know if there could be bugs in the lettuce. The guy says, Mehila. He goes, I know maybe I shouldn't, but sometimes it's difficult when I'm traveling. He's embarrassed, right? Then the reform guy sits, stands up, this pre, the president of the reform synagogue, uh, of the, of the uh, delegation, and he says, you see, you think that there's a debate here, a machloke, he goes, but really we're exactly the same. You guys don't keep Shabbat. I don't keep Shabbat. You don't keep kosher. I don't keep kosher. People were, didn't know what to say. The people, especially on the stage, were... They prepared all arguments about the divinity of the Torah, how you know that Moshe Rabbeinu, etc., etc. They weren't ready for this. Panovich Rav raises his hands, he says, is it okay if I... He approaches the, step, the stage, walks up the stairs, and he says, can I ask you a question? He says to the reform president. He says, yes. He says, you ask them all about Shabbat. He says, do you keep Shabbat? The guy says, keep Shabbat. He goes, no, I just told you. I drive to shul, I do this. The new day, we have a microphone, we have a this. I personally turn on the lights each day. You know, uh, each Shabbat when I come to the synagogue. He turns to the vice president, you, he goes, he goes, what are you not understanding, Rabbi? We drive to the synagogue. He goes, do you eat? He goes, yes, absolutely, I eat bacon sandwiches. He says, you eat bacon sandwiches? He goes, yeah, I love it. And the Panovich Rav says to the crowd, he says, that's the difference. This one doesn't keep Shabbat. This one doesn't keep Shabbat. But look, He's humiliated. He's turning all shades of uh, red, this guy. He's embarrassed. It's not what he wants to be. It is the situation that he's in, the education he received, the difficulty that he's experiencing in keeping the mitzvah. But he's embarrassed. He wants to do better. When I ask you, look at the chutzpah on your face, where you're gladly announcing to everybody that the Torah is ancient and archaic and it means nothing to you. He says, that's the difference. Some people keep it, some people don't. But look, what is the approach? What's the attitude? Rabotai, I think that's the Nikuda over here. There's a Hin Tzedek and there's an Ifat Tzedek. Ifat Tzedek means cut and dried, like they say. There's a measurement that you have for somebody as you're trying to figure out. There's no movement, it's not liquid. Exactly where it is is what it is. You could say what is what the person is, but sometimes we use the ifat tzedek, the measurement for dry, for something which is a liquid situation. Someone who's humiliated, who's embarrassed, there's an opportunity for that to change. That is not the same as someone who is decrying, who is declaring that change is not on his agenda at all. May we be zocher be'ezrat Hashem to, be, to judge others favorably. Like the Pasuk says, May we be zocher that HaKadosh Baruch Hu also should judge us favorably in turn. And may we be zocher be'ezrat Hashem to justify and to make God proud, al menat ken, that God took us out of Egypt, brought us Be'ezat Hashem to Israel. Yom, today's Hagat's Ma'ut, we was Be'ezat Hashem should be Zocher to see a full return to land of Eretz Israel from all of the inhabitants on earth. And we should be Zocher to all the Berachot that it says in the, uh, in the Navi, Lo Yisagoyel Goy Herev, Lo Yomadu Od Milchama, no one will raise the sword against anybody else. They will uh, lose the vernacular and the vessels of war. And Bezat Hashem will be zocher to, uh, uh, to experience a world of complete shalom, ahava, ve'achva, shalom, ve'reut. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.